Welcome, welcome to Refuse to Lose Sports. My name is Joe Jordan. I'm excited about today's episode. We had an epic week four. We still got a game tonight. Week four in the NFL. Another big trade in the NBA. Today is media day in the NBA. NBA is right around the corner. Man, so much sports going on. Baseball playoffs start tomorrow. I mean, gosh, it's gonna be a, be a busy show, man. Busy network. But look, we got a lot to talk about today. I got two of my bros with me. You know, both of them took doves this past Sunday. My team took a took a hard L, you know. So get my man Davey Dollars, Bang Bang on the game. And you know, one and only Mr. Your Dunn son, <laughs> America's team. <laughs> With the blowout against America's team, Mr. Yadon <laughs> Zanatamo. How y'all doing, fellas? Hey, Mac Jones. Yeah, done, son. <laughs> Mac and cheese, baby. Mac and cheese. Oh, man. I used to call him Lobster Mac, but he is done, man. All I'm going to say is. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Totally. 180 from last week. 180 from last week. That's all I'm going to say, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Media day. You know, got the new wizards out there showing up. <laughs> Media day in the NBA. <laughs> Come on, day. I ain't gonna say too much, man. I'm not Goodbye, talking about tonight. Media Day. I'm not you don't talking about, talk about it, man. I'm, I'm doing good though, Joe. Joe, you good? You okay? I'm good. I'm they great. They trying to kill you, man. They trying to run down. Yeah, on I'm you. great. I feel really man. great though. Look, I'm good. I'm ready to talk about. Some football today. Ready to talk about this Drew Holiday trade to the Celtics. You know, did they give up a lot? Mm, who knows? Um, they they're now tied for um, favorites for to win the title with the Bucks. You know, the Bucks at mm-hmm. Dame. So let's see. Is CMC the MVP right now? Mm, don't know. But tune in for today. It's Money Making Mondays. I got three of my bros with me. So what we do on every show is we turn up. Turn me up, 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 up. Let's get it. Tomo, do your thing, my guy. Um, But I'm ready. Let's talk some sports today, fellas. Let's get it. Let's go. So before we get started, make sure y'all like this video on three different platforms because it is streaming on three different platforms. We are streaming this on X. You know, I got to... Throw up the X, All right? Make sure you you uh, you, you follow this. You uh, <laughs> like this on Facebook and on YouTube. We are streaming on all three platforms. Share this video on all three platforms. And last but not least, if you haven't follow and subscribe on all three platforms, we are inching away. We're almost at one thousand, y'all. We need your help. If you haven't subscribed and you're tuning in, hit that subscribe button. All right. Use the comment section. We can see all the comments that we'll be using. Sorry. Put it now throughout the show. Shout out to Carl. He said victory Monday. His Baltimore Ravens beat up an injured Cleveland Browns team. They got we we, we got that members only video with him and Vaughn tomorrow. You know, that's gonna be crazy. And they play next week too, Ravens and Steelers. You know, so, so y'all make sure y'all become members for that. Right. So y'all put your comments in. We're gonna put them on the put them on the screen. Any super chats that comes in, all right, meaning you pay for. To put your comment up there, we will actually read it on the screen and give it a shout out, all right? And last but not least, enjoy the rest of the show. Tomo, the floor is yours. Man, oh man. First of all, let me address something. Hey, uh, Carl, how does it feel to know that your college team is not undefeated? 
because I know what undefeated college team looks like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you talking about too. Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so I, I, t- I got to take my wins where I can. And, hey, and just like that, I'm glad you threw up the four. I'm glad you threw up the four because we got to talk about the four-leaf clover. The Boston Celtics out here making these <laughs> trades, man. Look, we thought Drew Holiday was going to be a blazer, and that was going to be it. The Blazers said, nah, we're not keeping players no more. We're not even doing that no more. You don't want to be mm-hmm. here, you can go. And the same thing happened with Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens said the same thing. Oh, you don't want to be here? You can hit the dough, too. <laughs> so everybody get the stepping. So we got the trade that happened. The Celtics received Drew Holiday. And the Blazers, they got back Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, a 2024 first-round pick via the Warriors. And they got a 2029 first round pick. So about this four leaf clover, I mean, they, me and you, the only two that's in the East. So it, we thought the East was it was kind of weak, but now it's a beast again. They just like, nah, nah, nah. That was too easy. The All Star games, they they, they <laughs> not evenly matched up anymore. We got to make sure it's evenly matched up. And by you shaking your head, I'm gonna start with you. What was your reaction <laughs> to this trade? Well. To- to to say that it's um it's still top heavy if you really if you think about it the East is still top heavy you got the Celtics who just improved their roster they've been doing it all all season the Bucks improved their roster as well by getting Dane um mm-hmm. and you still got Philly um who who still has James Harden um floating around but you know he didn't show it to media day today um and then you got uh, the Cavaliers, I mean, I guess you can count them in that because they were a top four seed last year. But, you know, and you got the lonely Miami Heat. <laughs> we up there as well. Even though we haven't really improved, we lost. <laughs> <laughs> you got a new one every single time. <laughs> Every single time, man. I shouldn't have added that. That's going to hurt after this weekend. I know that. Yeah, Don't speak that. My reaction was, and it seems like they gave up a lot for Drew Holiday. Um, now, he, he does improve their team. Um, that's not to say that he doesn't improve their team. And they should be tied with favorites as favorites um, as far as in the East, for sure. And then they be able to with the, with the Bucks because you see what the Bucks did by getting Dame and you know their team still. But you remember they went and got Christoph Porzingis. Um, they still got Tatum and Brown. They still got Derek White, and now they got Drew Holiday. So they their their defenses should be really good. The only thing is now you don't have Robert Williams, who was your one of your defensive anchors last year. Um, he goes to the he goes to the Blazers now. You lost two of your best defenders. This offseason, you lost Marcus Smart, who's mm-hmm. gone now. Um, and you just lost Rob Williams. And I can't forget about Grant Williams, too. You lost him as well. So I still think that they are going to be um a problem in the East, of course. Um, they were a problem last year. We had to we had to take them to seven games in order to beat them. Um, so that was that was a, a, a huge it was a huge thing. I, I know for one thing, it's going to be a, a great matchup to watch the Celtics and Bucks now because that's a right. That's going to be like a, a get back game for Drew Holiday for being <laughs> traded away a day after he said that he wanted to retire as a Buck. So that was crazy. Um, 
But the Celtics also got to think about this too. Is Chris Tarbazic is going to be healthy? Mm-hmm. You know, that's something. That's something that they really have to worry about. They are taking a chance on this. Remember, they had other injuries when they had um, Danilo Gallinari, who was out for almost the entire season. Was um, out the whole year? Oh, last when year. Had, when they got Gordon Hayward, he got hurt the very first game. Was out the entire season. So they've been dealing with a lot of injuries on this team throughout the throughout the years. Um, but they still have they still have that two headed monster with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Um, the only thing is Jalen Brown got to make sure he doesn't – he <laughs> goes to his right and stop going to his left. Um, that's the only thing with that. Um, so I, the two best teams in the East right now look like the Boston Celtics. So that was pretty much my thoughts. And, of course, you know, Miami made no moves. So. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Okay. All right. So, Tomo, those draft picks, they are unprotected, right? Yeah. Not sure. All right, cool. I like to trade for both sides. I like to trade for Boston Celtics. You got to think about it. <clears throat> Although they everybody's upset, they traded away Robert Williams, right, and Michael Brogdon. First of all, Michael Brogdon was upset. Let's start there. He's already yeah. upset because they tried to trade him. So that's good. Mm-hmm. He got rid of him. And Robert Williams, I mean, last time I rechecked, checked, he hasn't really been healthy the last two years. You know, so, and he's been playing limited minutes these last two years, too. And they got Christoph Porzingis. So my thing is, we got this team in Boston Celtics who've been in the Eastern Conference Finals like six times since Tatum been in the, been in the NBA. And they haven't won not one time. So they're in all-in mode. They are the mode right now where they're like, we are inching towards our prime, right? We're still young. We got Christoph in the offseason. We could win. You know what? Let's get somebody who's going to help us in the one area we don't have we don't have right now the point guard position. That's the one area Boston Celtics lack these last few years is the point guard position. That's why in the fourth quarter every game they are fumbling the ball, Jalen Brown fumbling, it's happening. They don't have nobody to settle the troops down and orchestrate the offense. Now I'm not saying Drew Holiday is Chris Paul, but he's he's not no Marcus Smart. I'll tell you that. No disrespect, to Marcus Smart. You know, I see the comments. They want to say he's arguably a better defense. No, arguably he is better defender than Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is all antics now. He could still defend. Last year he was he fell off a, he fell off a cliff the year before. All right. So I and then so I think Drew Holiday is a better fit for them. And then with the Blazers, oh my God. I mean, what they did with that trade, what they they got back some future pieces. I mean, everybody they got back is young. Everybody. And Michael Brown might get spinned off again, too. You never know, right? Because he stayed hurt, too. So I like to trade with both sides. I just want to show you a picture of the style lineup so we can see how lethal this is. Look at this, dog. Oh, my, my bad. That's the wrong picture. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Emotional damage. Wow. I see the wrong picture. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, man. That's, that's crazy. a wild. That's a wild starting five right there, man. That's a wild start. <laughs> oh, that's I messed up. Like I thought you was my boy, Joe. I you was I mean, my boy. It was an accident day. I think Google thought I, you know you click on a picture and it shows something else. I think that's what happened, man. I don't know. Man, that's that's insane. Wow. But uh, 
for me, it just shows that uh, Brad Stevens is trying to win GM of the year. He's pulling a Howie. He acting like the Eagles over there. He's like, look, man, if you don't want to be, like I said earlier, if you don't want to be here, you can go. Malcolm Brogdon said he was upset. The injury came. <laughs> and then he said, you know what? You don't want to act like you don't want to be here this year? I hear Drew Holiday out there. Let me see if I can mm-hmm. lease some picks together and get some other players out of here. Like you said, Robin Williams with the injury situation, he was able to get two semi-injured players, a couple picks off, and got Drew Holiday back. Now, Ken, now again, Drew Holiday. <laughs> yo, that's funny. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I should have made you go last if I knew you was going to do that. <laughs> but Yeah, man, that's messed up. <laughs> but – what they got back is they gave away a little bit of youth, but they also got back a, a youth and some defense because, again, Grant Williams is gone. Robert Williams is now gone. Malcolm Brogdon is gone. But they also get back some defense with a little bit of scoring because, again, Porzingis ain't the best defensive player in the world, but he's going to give you some points when he's on the court. So, again, mm-hmm. hence the name four-leaf clover. So now you got a big four who can actually score. And what Brad Stevens thinking to me is also saying, all right, Joe, you said it. We've been in the Eastern Conference Finals. We went to the Finals. We know what this big two is, but do we have enough time to sit around and keep waiting for them to develop or get us over that hump? Let me get some actual solid pieces around them to see if we can actually get over the hump or if we need to start thinking out elsewhere. Drew mm-hmm. Holiday won the finals. He's been in late playoff runs as well, so that's some help. Porzingis, he's got to be healthy enough, but the, the scoring and the height advantage is there, looking at the East. So I, I see where the Celtics is going. For me, the Blazers are doing the right thing too because they getting back young players, semi with a little bit of veteranism. I don't know what Aiton's doing over there with the new nickname. Some some always been dominant. No, bro, I seen Domino's pizza boxes that was played more dominant than you. All right, so don't don't go there with that one. <laughs> but I like what they're doing as far as the rebuild phase, and they telling Scoop, they're like, hey, Scoop, it's on you, man. It's your franchise mm-hmm. now, and we're gonna build around you, you Simmons. It's a young, we in the West, so we already know we're going to be in a couple shootouts. So we might as well get some players back and we got some picks and build for the future. So my reaction is I'm a Wizards fan. That's my total reaction once it happens. I'm a Wizards fan. I ain't got, I ain't got no dog in this fight until we see what happens on the court. Yeah, it's going to be a good season. Can't wait. That was, that was insane. That yeah, was, sorry, that, you should have made that the cover art, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, it might get some views. <laughs> It's so good. Dave, you know what? I I shouldn't even made you win first on this one because Joe's there Joe you go, set right you up with that one. Now we got now we go look, you went down to Miami. Let's go over to San Francisco, man. We're gonna, go, light, we gonna lighten this up a little bit, man. We're gonna I'm handing the rock off, man. Like, like, second, Purdy, <laughs> like Purdy would do, you know. Last two weeks ago was was Micah MVP. Everybody forgot that CMC been running the rock in San Francisco. So eight hey, Dave. Whitey, hype, man. I remember when we made the trade for Christian McCaffrey last season, and I was size. I'm not gonna lie, I was size um, because I knew um, what Kyle Shanahan can do with running backs. He's had Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, and made them look like they were stars. Uh, now, Raheem Mostert is the only one out of those that are actually doing something right now. Um, and the fact that we got him for, what, second-round picks? And now 
since he's joined the team, he scored 18 touchdowns in 18 games. Mm. Woo. He broke Jerry Rice's record yesterday for most touchdowns in consecutive games. He had 13 straight games with the touchdown. And yesterday he had four, four in one game. It's only week four, but he has to be in MVP conversation. He has to be. Um, he's on pace to run for 1,850 yards, to catch about four or 500 yards, and score about 28 touchdowns. It's almost like you can bet on him scoring a touchdown every single week. And the NFC Championship game, the only touchdown we got was because of him. He made a miraculous play in a game where we got blown out. CMC is doing everything that he needs to do. He can he can pass catch. He can run the ball. He can protect. He can he got speed. He has power. He does whatever he you need him to do. Um, and if we need him to go throw the ball, he could do that too. <laughs> So CMC is definitely, um, for me, I believe he should definitely be the front runner for, for 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 MVP right now, just because of everything he's been able to do. We are four and zero because of what he's been able to do. Um, also with Brock Purdy as well, though. But CMC is definitely the the best offensive player we have right now. So CMC, it's just he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. He's He's a cheat code for this offense. That's exactly what he is. He's a cheat code. Mm-hmm. With having him and Brandon Ayuk and, and Debo and Kittle and, and Purdy, it's just like we're just doing pretty good. So like no, okay. I like that. That was good. I like that. I'm still the, the Jimmy Butler thing is still funny. But last week we <laughs> asked the question, right? We said over under. Do you think the 49ers are going to get over 14 points, right? <laughs> Dave came on here. He was so humble. Mm-hmm. Said, look, 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 look. Okay. I'm going to defend that. I have to defend that because Joe tried to make me back. seem like I was tripping. Because <laughs> it was 21 17 at the end of the third quarter. They had went and drove the ball down and scored a touchdown, and we were only down four points. So I was I was almost right. I had but, then, but then, you know. CMC just did his thing. <laughs> but they had 21 points, though, Dave. That's still over 14. I told you. I told no, you after week two. 14? Oh. No, I thought that was, like, the like to for us to win by. Yeah, the spread to win a game. 14. Oh, it's said over I know under. We, I, I know, thought it was. Oh, I know okay. we won by 21, but what I'm saying was it was it was at. It was at. It was at four points. No, 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 I got you. Okay, I got you. My bad. I thought we was doing over-under. They're going to get over 14 points. That's why I'm like, Dave, you tripping. Oh, they, getting, nah. they, they getting 30 a game. Ain't no way you sitting up here telling me y'all <laughs> oh, not about to score over 14. Oh, okay. you was going to the Cardinals by 14 points. Yeah, okay. that's what it was. That's Either was. way, I still believed in it because at the end of the day, after week two, I told y'all, I said, as long as Christian McCaffrey is on the field, the 49ers got a chance to win the game. If he not playing – then we got to really see what Purdy going to do. So I sat back, right? I looked at it. I said, hmm, Dave has been very humble. But this guy has only been scoring the centerpiece of their offense since he's gotten there. I know the Carolina Panthers, when they traded him, they was like, look, man, he damaged goods. 
We just want him to have a better career. We're going to do what's best for him. If he plays in San Francisco, then we'll be happy. But, I mean, we'll be happy for him. But if he don't, he ain't here no more. He went over there and found a fountain of youth. I don't know what they got going on in, with the 49ers, but Christian McCaffrey is like, bro, he getting hit the same way he was getting hit with the Panthers, right. but he getting right back up. <laughs> he scored more touchdowns in one game than some of these starting quarterbacks. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. So all the questions that we either have about a Dak Prescott, a Jalen Hurts, uh, some would say Sam Howe, some would say probably Kirk Cousins. Can they lead a team? Or what What would they do when they can't get turnovers? We need to actually ask that about Purdy. No one asks this about Purdy. It's like, well, if Christian McCaffrey back there, can he go out there and win a game? Because technically, C-Mac is the team. And when you say MVP, what does that mean? The most valuable player. And to me, Christian McCaffrey is the most valuable player on this team. He's been mm-hmm. playing better than some of the quarterbacks. Technically, they want to say it's a quarterback award. I don't think the last running back that won it was AP. But this man deserves to be the front runner. He needs to be talked about more. Mm-hmm. So, look. Yes, he's a front runner, Dave. I'm giving you props today. He's definitely a front runner. MVP, every definition, they say, like, I saw this comment right here. MVP not going to running back. That's the only other position that will win it, other than the quarterback. Sean Alexander won the MVP. You know why? Because he, I think he broke the record and broke the touchdown record, and they were the number one seed. AP won it because he ran for 2,000 yards. They were a wild card. We're talking about a team who hasn't lost only one game. They lost Chris McCaffrey's first game when he arrived and hasn't lost a regular season game since. The only game they lost other than that, they didn't have a quarterback. He was playing quarterback. So it's cool. You know, on, top, on top of that, he's on track right now to have 1,900 yards, 1,950, 25 touchdowns, 76 receptions, 600 yards, bro. And they're going to be winning? And you made a good point. This is why I'm not too big on Brock Purdy. He knows the system. But – that's why I always say Jimmy G never played with Christian McCaffrey for real like that. Like, like I know Dave said he did like a game or two, but Bob Purdy had Chris Jimmy G since he was stepped in the door. <laughs> so I mean, Bob Purdy had uh, Chris McCaffrey stepped in the door. Chris McCaffrey's a weapon, man. I mean, when he made when like they said when he got traded, I already knew it was curtains for everybody as long as they stay healthy because Chris McCaffrey could do everything. I mean, he can run, he plays hard, he can block. He also going to go and play 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 as a receiver. I mean, we're not talking about cutting the backfield. He could line up as a receiver and play the receiver position. So, and then Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. Man, I don't see this slowing down. I think he has a really good chance to win MVP if the 49ers continue to win, as long as they can stay healthy. That's the that's their Achilles heel, not being healthy. As long as they're healthy, bro, they're the best team. They're the best team. Only person I can see knocking them all. I'll pick y'all. I won't pick y'all against is Mahomes only because of that that dude named Mahomes, but in the rest, in the rest, okay, that that, <laughs> no, that, 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 that all winning teams, you know, <laughs> you, that it, is it, it when you start winning, but yeah, so, so yeah, he's a front runner. I, I think I think the way we playing, we got a chance to beat Mahomes. The way we playing, yeah, right now, we got a chance. Yeah, 
I mean, would you got a running back like that? Time of possession is right there. So all you mm-hmm. gotta do is just keep handing the ball off. He keep getting them first downs. Mahomes may not see the field. Granted, he he can score in like 15 seconds. I seen I seen where your brain was going, Jeff. He can score I mean, in like I, 10 seconds. And like, I already know Dave. I think I was hurt, but yeah, last thing I played the Chiefs. Oh, here you go. That was Jimmy Dito. That one Purdy. Purdy on your hey, third. Purdy having a Purdy's having a really good season right now. Um, he has he has yet to turn the ball over yet. Um, he is eleven and one in the games he started and finished. Well, eleven and zero games he started and finished. He has one loss on that record, of course, and that's you know the NFC Championship game. Um, yesterday he was twenty of twenty one. That's the highest completion percentage of any quarterback in NFL history, ninety five percent. And he right now he leads the league in quarterback and QBR. At one one fifteen, he's playing pretty well. Um, and then I got I got to give a shout out to my boy BA Brandon. You came back from injury, six catches, one hundred and forty eight yards. I mean, what more can you say about BA? I he to me is the best pure wide receiver we have on the team. Mm-hmm. Best mm-hmm. pure wide receiver having the route running, catching, and the two games he's been healthy. He's had 17 targets. He's he's caught every single catch in 17, 17 car, 17 targets, 17 catches. He's balling out, man. Shout out to BA. You know why he can do that though? Cause see, Matt. I ain't saying he's not good, but I'm just saying, you know, they they stack the box and I'm a good receiver. That means one on one. Throw the ball, Purdy. But Brandon, are, are you he I ain't gonna lie, he's nice. That's what I'm saying. I do get old man almost every time. That's what I'm saying, man. Like Brock Purdy playing good. I ain't trying to take nothing away from Brock Purdy, but I wouldn't put him high in my QB ranks. This won't, you know. And it's no diss to him. It's just like he's a product in the system. That's how I look at it. Yeah, but that's why I threw it out there. Next time Purdy, next time they start talking about the 49, he the last name that's brought. I mean, that's brought up. They always talking about the defense, Debo, C Mac, Cal. <laughs> nah, not honestly, no. Purdy's he's not still right the throws, though. He's like he's like honestly, honestly, right now, he's second. They talk about CMC and they talk about Purdy. Then they yeah, talk he about the quarterback. You gotta invite me in your circles. But he, uh, he, he the quarterback though. It's probably CMC than Couch, I do I do a genius, bro. Like I'll be watching y'all formations, which I'll be doing. Y'all and Mike McDaniel, man, the dolphins. I'll be watching y'all like. Y'all just so smart, bro. I did one play. It's simple, but it was a fake screen. They had McCaffrey on the wing, and it had Debo on the other side, and they faked it. They, like they both looked like they act like they was going for the screen. Like the like, defender, he like, which way did he go? Which way, where you gonna go? You know, like both of them are threats out there. And the way Miami used Tyreek Hill, oh my, it's a decoy. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, nah, it's one play that uh Kyle got up there on, on he was talking about at one of his post conferences about how they run the how they run Tyreek in the motion. And then he literally said, I, t- I took that play last week and did the same thing. And then he said, mm-hmm. if you go back and watch the Patriots, they try to run the same play. Uh, yeah. No, it was the Rams. The Rams did the he, same play, all three yeah, of them. He said he said he called it cheap because <laughs> it's cheap. Bro, it was look, three, it's it was crazy. one play the Dolphins in the Dolphins game, they just lined them up in the backfield. Just, just line him on the backfield, and it was a straight pass play. Like, but the fact that he's he lined up back there, the safety's like, "Oh, what about that happen?" Like, 
And then Trey going. Kev, I'll see you week 12. Hey, Joe, man. Commander's ties. That's all I'm going to say, man. That's all I'm going to say. All it three is. of them the same exact play, man. That's crazy. Commander's ties. Exactly. Well, you know. Sick of that. <laughs> Yeah, hey, we gotta talk about they got it. They need some limelight right now because it's a lot of frustration going on in the NFL, man. And it's only week five. Well, it's still week four, but it's week five, and there's so much frustration. That's true. Like, we got the Tiger King upset, Chase coming out in interviews talking about something, man. I'm always open. Yeah, well, what wide receiver don't say that? I know Ocho Single was up there a few weeks ago, he got inducted into the ring of honor, and now you feeling that Ocho esque, you like, man, hey. Yee yee. I'm always open, baby. Throw me the ball. That's cool. But what's up with your quarterback? So on this one, me being the residential uh Bengals fan, I'll go first and I'll deliver this message. Hey, Jamar, all wide receivers think they open. Even the 15th receiver on, on the death chart. They always open on the bench. I'm not saying you're not that good. But you also got to take into account that your team, your quarterback, is not playing the best right now. I know you came out and said something about they rushed him back. I think you were in agreement about them rushing them back. So once I seen that press conference, you know, with press conference snippets, you got to go back and always watch the full question because, you know, they'll just give you the glimpse of it. Yeah. And what they asked him, I see why he got frustrated. It's a mixture of my boy is hurt. Y'all know what we capable of. And y'all know why he not getting me the ball because of that. So, reporters, stop asking me dumb questions. <laughs> I was targeted nine times last game. I caught seven patches, seven catches, seven catches. Like, you know what it is. Don't come up here asking me what's wrong with me. I'm frustrated. They rushed them back. They acting like we not a team that can make the Super Bowl. Of course, our division is stacked. Lamar is back. Watson is back. Pickett is back. Mm-mm. He is hurt right now. Right now, but in that game, he wasn't he wasn't hurt before this happened. Like he wasn't aware of it as far as Joe mm-hmm. Burrow. So mm-hmm. the division is stacked. But at the end of the day, my my guy's not here. The number look at my numbers last year. I think he got hurt prior to. I think Chase was hurt. He missed a few games. But his numbers prior to last year is kind of the sim. It's kind of similar. Outside of that Cowboys game, is his numbers are similar in the first five games from last year. So look at that. Just just relax. It's week five. Hopefully my man can ice up. We bounce back. And then when we out here scoring 14 touchdowns a game, y'all going to be right back to on some, what happened? What was the spark? So for me, Jamar Chase, he should be a frustrated. I'm okay with it. Be frustrated because it happens. When you're great and you're at your job and you want to, and you want the best out of everybody, you're going to be frustrated at the results from time to time. Joe? Yeah, man. I, I, I agree 100% with you. All receivers believe they're open. My thing is this. Joe Burrow is your dog. I, I, and when, as a receiver, when you let out your frustration to the media about you being open, it's a, kind of like a shot to your quarterback. You know, that's how that's how people going to take it because that's the only guy that's going to give you the ball. So we all know Joe Burrow's situation, like Tom will say, he's hurt. I mean, we knew that coming into the season. We knew. And then you watched the game from yesterday. You watched the game from the week before. Watch the game all season. They are very conservative with their play calling. They're not really holding the ball too long. Like he's thinking and dunking. I mean, that's just how it's going to be, you know? So he got to continue to be a leader in the locker room when right now the storm is here. 
Things are not going our way. The Bengals are used to being in contention since Jamar Chase been there. His first two years in the league, they've been in contention mode. They've been in the Super Bowl, the AOC Championship. This is a new – he was in LSU. They were killing there, won the, won the uh, national championship. So, like, it's his first taste of losing like this, you know? And that's when you really see the character of a person. Not saying he's out of character because he can always fix what he did, right? But that's when a real leader show up, when the storm is coming – are you going to relax the storm? Are you going to put away the storm? Or are you going to bring more stuff to the storm? You're going to add more fuel to the fire? That's kind of what he's doing right now. I think he should continue to be a leader. Like he's been doing these losing days. And if they really trust Joe Burrow is going to get healthy while playing, trust the process, right? But if you feel like Joe Burrow needs rest, then be a leader and talk to your boy and say, bro, you need to sit down. Like, who's wrong with you? You got your bread. Sit down. So that's my advice. That's what I would say. He need to take that leadership route versus airing out his frustration to the media. Who? That's what they want. Don't feed the media what they want. Don't be like, take that advice. Y'all got what y'all wanted. That's what you gave it to him. Did it again. Oh. <laughs> this AFC North, man. They got my computer, man. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. They like he said it. And then his body ain't moving. Like, what's going on? Go ahead. No, bro. No, the song. Um, for me, this is a, this is one of the reasons why I feel like why I picked the Bengals to miss the to miss the playoffs entirely. I don't think Joe Burrow should be out there playing right now. I really don't. Um, now that's not to say that he he's playing. Um, well, no, it is. So he, 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 he just doesn't, he don't look right. He don't look right right now. He don't look right. Um, that has to be, to me, that has to be an Achilles injury. It has to be. It, it, it just, it just doesn't look like, it doesn't look like it was a calf. Like they, they, like they said it was, um, now to about Jamar Chase, I'm with you, Joe. I don't think he should. He should be frustrated. Don't get me wrong. You should be frustrated. But voice that to your quarterback or to your coaches. Voice that to your team. That's not something you want to put out in the media. Yeah. Because now it's going to make it seem like you got beat with your quarterback. And, I, and I'm almost certain that you don't got beef with, Joe, with Joey B right now. Mm-hmm. But that's not how the media is going to take it. They're going to run with whatever they see. And they see that you just said that you always open. So all that means is, is that you're not getting the targets that you want. You're not, you're not getting the ball. When we know, you know, you, your boy hurt. Your boy shouldn't be out there. Your boy hurt. But it is what it is. Um, now, Jamar Chase, he's going to do whatever he got to do to, to impact the game. But it's only so much you can do when your quarterback is not is hurt and he don't look right. So you gotta. It's only so much you can really say about you can say right now, Chase. It's only so much you can say right now. Um, like I said, you you have a right to be frustrated because you're a great receiver, top five. You know, some say arguably top ten. Even though I believe that you're top five. Um, it's just some things that you got to deal with in this league. Um, especially when you're when one of your best players who happens to be a quarterback is not he, he's hurt, so it's just it's it's a growing pain, man. And you're not you're not used to losing right now, but 
got to take it on the chin right now. Yeah. And uh, I just want to reply to JMO right quick. Uh, week six for me. If things ain't the same by week six, then we can't say it's early no more. It's kind of like this is this is your team. This is who y'all gonna be. Yeah, this is who y'all gonna be for the rest of the year. So that's why yeah. I keep saying it's early. So after week six, you mm-hmm. hear that from me. Make sure y'all call me out. I think week yeah. six is trade deadline every year. Yeah. So it's week eight. It's week eight. Yeah, week eight is trade deadline. Told you, Davy Shelton, man. You see how he just knew that no, no. off the top of his head. Yeah, we get. <laughs> Not only do we get updates, man. We get. We make sure we on point. But we got to talk about one more person who was on point until the fourth quarter. Should the best tank for Caleb? <laughs> you already know. I already know. Nate. But you don't gotta go first. This is for yeah. Joe. Go ahead, Joe. I go first. Yes, sir. No. Throw y'all off. Mm-mm. I watched the game yesterday. That wasn't on Justin Fields. That wasn't on a play calling. That was just a team. Cause, I mean, it, I don't know what happened. Like, but for real, I don't know what happened. I watched that whole, I watched that whole game, and they were looking sweet. I mean, throughout the first, the first 21 minutes, Justin Fields only had one incompletion, four touchdowns. He was cooking, you know, moving out the parking, creating plays. Defense was turning up. But I told y'all the Broncos are not as bad as y'all think they are offensively. Their defense been letting them down. They yeah. can score. They can move the ball. They were moving the ball, but they couldn't get in the end zone. And then that's, you know, they got a, they got a couple of stops. Justin Fields did get a fumble and turn, turn into a, a scooping score. Stuff happened, right? But – I think Justin Fields played good. Now, what I would do is this, though. I would continue to play out the season. Next year, I would get rid of that GM. And that GM. I don't know who the GM is, but I get rid of the um, the play caller, the, the head coach. Well, I, I get rid of the whole staff. Wipe them out. Woo. Start clean. I will find a head coach. I will bring somebody up. That's probably under Smart, like Kyle Shanahan. Smart is working under Mike McDaniel. Smart is working under these good play callers. I can work with Justin Fields. I, like kind of like what the Vikings did with O'Connell, brought him up, made him a head coach. I'll do that. And I will focus on this upcoming drive with these drive picks. I will address the offensive line. That's what they need to do. They need to address the offensive line and be a run first team with Justin Fields. I mean, it's Kobe with Lamar Jackson doing the Ravens, Baltimore. Same thing. I mean, you said before, but like, so I would take them early picks and not go get Caleb Williams and all that stuff. I would go, you got just Justin Fields is a good player. I'm not going to, he's really a good player. He's talented. You know, he's, he, I mean, they don't need receivers. They need an offensive line. That's what they need. That's going to protect them and run the ball. So, and run by committee, get some running back. So that's what I would do. I won't, I, I mean, I already wasted my, I already got a pick off of him. Unless I trade him, I can get a high pick off of him. I'm not training that dude. I'm keeping him, and I'm gonna build it around him. Dave, go ahead. Absolutely, Joe. Joe, Joe, talking to the quiet man is exactly what I've been saying this entire time about Justin Fields. Look, that's I, I've never given him a pass. He is. He has not played well. I'm not giving excuses to that. But yesterday was not his fault. He balled out yesterday. You know. You know. He. This is only the second time in NFL history that someone 
had a uh, I think a, a quarterback rating of one thirty five and lost the game. Mm. Only the second time in history that's happening. That means he played his butt off. He mm-hmm. did everything he had to do to to help that team win. The only thing is that offensive line sucks. It's name one per, name one person on the offensive line that's good. Hold on, let me look it up. <laughs> this you is a good can. Right here. You can't. Yeah, yeah, they should. They should. Yeah. You, you're right, brother Jacob. They should ex- extend fields for cheap. You should extend them. I mean, yesterday showed you what you could do when you call a place that's that helps him be able to, to succeed. That's a game to where it's like, all right, this is the blueprint of what we can do to help him be a better player. Look at the three games before that. Did they play like that at all? No, they did not. None of the play calling was like that. The play calling was totally – I don't know what happened, but the play calling was totally different yesterday. I think he had, what, three three or four touchdowns yesterday? Oh. Four. He had four touchdowns yesterday. Now, look, I get it. He did throw, he did throw, he did throw an interception. I, I do understand that. He did throw an interception at the end of the game. I get that. But when you up, when you put up 28 points, your defense has to be able to do whatever they can to stop them. Now, the only person on defense that I know is good is in Gawkway, and they got him in the offseason. He was sitting there for, for a very long time. None of their corners are good. Their safeties aren't good. Their linebackers are okay. But you went in the trenches. You got one person on D-line that's able to help out, and you can't do nothing with that. Look at what look at what the commanders did. They went and got Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, Deron Payne. They did whatever they did could do to help to help with the trenches. I'm on my yeah. Sweat too. Look at the Eagles. You got Jalen Carter. You got Hassan Reddick out there. You they have a defensive line that's able to create havoc. Look, I understand, I understand, but I'm just I have to make this point. And then you got San Francisco. Remember when we had Eric Armstead, we had um, Nick Bosa, we had um, the guy that's in uh, that's with the Colts now that we traded. Um, Probably the long arms, suppose. Then you got Javon, you got Javon Kinlaw there. Now you got Javon Hargrave there. Like Ain't Javon Joy, which Javon Jordan there? Go ahead, my man. <laughs> <laughs> When you your defense can help your offense, and your offense can help your defense. The offense yesterday was helping that defense by not having them out there on the field too long, but the defense didn't help them because they weren't making enough plays. Russell Wilson has not been the issue for the Broncos this year. Nope, our plan he has not Russell. been the issue. He has not been the issue this year. He's been balling out right now. He has though. I give it. But that offensive line. Is the reason why that man be having deer headlights. He don't know what's gonna happen. He don't know if he's gonna get hit or somebody gonna st- strip sack him or something. He don't know what's gonna happen, man. So look, Bill's gotta play better. He gotta be able to read the defenses a lot better than what he has before. Yesterday was a glimpse of what he could do. So if you continue to call plays like that and give him an offensive line, who knows what you could do? And run the ball as well. You got Khalil Herbert for a reason. Run the ball. And then use him. I'm not saying 
have like 50 design run plays for Justin Fields, but make it so where he can, he's a threat to run the ball. Make him a threat. You make him a threat, then the Bears can get back to where they, you want them to be. I don't get it, man. Look, man, my thing is, it's funny because I thought at least one of us was going to say yes because just how talented Caleb Williams is. But for me, I said, three years? Three years? You're just going to give up on the boy in three years? Like, that's what we doing now? Some of us been without significant ass longer than three years. You know what I mean? Like, it takes time to build things. You just don't give up when things get tough. You got to also think of this. Hey, hey, look at that. Sometimes when you know you got a good thing, you got to do it right then and there. You know what I'm saying? And like Brother Jacob said, it's cheaper to keep her. Y'all heard about y'all heard my quote a few minutes a few a few shows ago. That but look, the boy not playing his best, but this is the time to do it. It's like I bet we really believe in you because the the uh, GM they got now is named Ryan Poles, and he's the one that tried to bring in all these assets to help build around fields. When you look at it like this, and I don't want to always take this back to Dallas, but how many people have been around Dak Prescott and no longer on the team anymore? A lot. You had uh, Cooper, Zeke. Uh, the list can go on, so on and so forth. Jason Witten, Dez Bryant, all Jason those people, <laughs> all those people are now either traded, retired, or no longer in the league, right? But yet, Dak is still there. So at some point, you got to prove it. Look at the Eagles. They say, mm-hmm. all right, before we pay Hurts, we're gonna put pieces around him to see if he's actually valuable. They don't know if the boy's valuable or not because the only thing they did was give him DJ Moore, a, one offensive lineman. Some defensive, some defensive lineman, maybe one or two, and Claypool. Well, what am I do with that? I can't do that in the league. Who? Claypool. You know where he's at? Hey man, we going to go on the commercial break. You talking about Claypool? Say you the best receiver in the league, man. Man, but that's all I'm saying is don't don't give up on him just yet, man. If they if they do end up getting like a top five pick, go get you a lineman. Or maybe a generational talent at defense, or maybe you can find you a Jalen Carter. And maybe somebody that can wreck some games to help him stay off the field. You know what I mean? I, I got one last thing to say. Somebody was in my DMs today, man. <laughs> what did Ethan beat? DeVore. Oh, say his name. Don't, Don't come him. in my inbox talking about some Claypool is a is a good weapon. You tripping. Come on now. You oh, take Claypool. You, you, I saw y'all. I showed y'all the, the, the message he sent in. He said he would take Claypool over any receiver that the, the Houston Texans have. There's a commercial break. Come on, man. <laughs> we got a I thought you I thought you knew football, man. You, Claypool <laughs> is trash. For one, he don't give effort. Yeah, he don't give effort at all. He's so terrible that they told him to stay away from the team. Come on, man. Get out of here. Joe, you know what that means, man? We got to pay some bills, man. We holler at y'all in just a second. <laughs> he said trash. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's on me? All right. Let's All do it. Show, I got you. Let's go. Yo, my name is Lambo Anlo. This is Dimitri. This is Ed Hahn. My name is Daryl Julian, and this is Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Mine, it can't be diffused. 
If you ain't thinking the same, then we playing by different rules. You can't see the vision, we living at different views. Until we complete the mission, keep getting up, never snooze. I walked a mile in my shoes, had the mind of a fool. Chasing diamonds and jewels, trust me, I was confused. Started minding my business and used my mind as a tool. Ended up finding my purpose and found the time to get to it. They told me I couldn't do it, they told me I couldn't make it. They sold it, just never break it, that's sadly mistaken. I need a piece of the pie, I want it so bad I can taste it. They told me, like, told me, keep on. Running toes, they gon' take them. Use to lose, built to win. Apply myself, I felt it in. No time for the doubt, they counted me out, I'm getting it in. Yeah, no time for no loss, I pay for the cost, I'm winning to win. Yeah, refuse to lose, I'm built to win. Apply myself, I felt it in. No time for the doubt, they counted me out, I'm getting it in. Yeah, no time for no loss, I'm paying the cost, I'm ready to win. Yeah, refuse. Who are you? And just like that, we back with another rendition of the. Oh man, almost went down the wrong. I almost had a blooper reel. <laughs> just like that, we back with another rendition of "Refuse to Lose." Man, see what happens when you take a quick break. Anyway, we gotta get right back to it, man. We gotta talk about one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it right like that, but after week one. Talk about a bounce back, man. This man bounced back. He was getting killed by the FJA. If you don't know what the FJA is, man, become a member so you can find out in the chats. And after four interceptions, my man said, I don't know what a turnover looked like. Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two, maybe one or two here and there, but it ain't it ain't four in one game. And yesterday they went up against one of the fastest offenses in the league, you know, <laughs> one of the most potent offenses in the league. We were talking about them as being one of the best teams, not just in the AFC, Craig, the NFL. Did the Bills prove that they should be the favorites in the AFC? And because I know this is your favorite topic, I'm going to start first. Yeah, man, they, they, they did. They did. I don't know why we thought that the Bills wouldn't be a favorite. <laughs> that is crazy. I don't know why we thought that they wouldn't be a favorite. After week one, I mean, the Bills are the Bills. They do make the playoffs. They are in a tough division. They went up against Miami. We, I thought, honestly, Miami's going to go up there and show them, man. I thought it was going to be cold. Honestly, you know, <laughs> climate change affected the weather because it was nice up there. They must have forgot that they was in Buffalo. But Buffalo didn't. Josh Allen, man, the last three games, the Bills have outscored their opponents 122 to 33. I don't know what what switch got flipped, but it's tough. It's a tough day to be a part of the FJA. And as a Cowboy fan, I can't sit up here and say that the Bills aren't a favorite when they're demolishing teams in similar fashion to what the Cowboys are doing. So if I want the same respect for them, I got to give my respect to the Bills. Mm-hmm. And Stefan Diggs, I don't know who made you mad, but you showed off yesterday too. So look, not only are the Bills should be a favorite, we, I say Craig, Carl said it earlier, but Josh Allen should be talked about as one of the MVP run-ups as well. And I'm gonna pass it to you, Joe. I, I my, so my night is done. 
To answer this comment, that's been the case, but Mahomes is there. I'm sorry. But anyways, Tom Mom had on missing the playoffs. I did. <laughs> the LJA got into your head, man. You got to your head. <laughs> you listen to Carl too much. I don't know what he's talking about. His team, and <laughs> yeah. His, this dude been hating on Josh Allen, and Josh Allen been out playing Lamar since he's been hating. So mm-hmm. Lamar gotta stay healthy though. Josh Allen and the and the Bills. I told y'all last week I picked the Bills to win. Shout out to my bro J Mo here, Dolphins fan. I am rooting for the Dolphins. I want to see the Dolphins do well this year. I would love to see them win a Super Bowl. See my bro happy, right? But I gotta call it like it is. I gotta be written. That's what I say on the show. I gotta be real. I thought Josh Allen never. And then and then they said two gonna have four TDs. <laughs> you picked the wrong quarterback. <laughs> it was Josh Allen had four TDs. <laughs> He just I had him. <laughs> so, four touchdowns. Look, look, he said, Joe, chill. <laughs> so, so my whole thing is this. Josh Allen, against, I told y'all, against the Raiders, he picked it up. Against the Raiders, he had three touchdowns, quarterback, zero interceptions, 274 yards, QB rating, 124. His worst game was against us, since the Jets, by the way. He had 218 yards, one TD, one interception, 79 QB rating. But the Dolphins? The best team in the AFC, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. And that and that defense from the Bills, I told y'all, though they got some good linebackers. And the way the Dolphins play, the, the, the Bills match up good with them. Like the Bills are really good in coverage and, and pass coverage because they because they're linebackers. And they cause problems. Even though two of them look good in the beginning of the game, they did. But are they the favorites? They're still Chiefs, still, man. I know Mahomes look a little sloppy against the Jets, but Winners win at the end of the day, you know. So I'm going with the Chiefs, man. I think the Chiefs still are the team to beat until proven otherwise. But the Bills are there. They're there. They're right there with the Chiefs. It's the it's the, it's the Chiefs tier one, tier two. You got Bills, Dolphins, and Ravens. That's how I got it. I'm gonna go. I'm going to say that right now with how they're playing, with the way Josh Allen's playing, the way Davis is just cooking cooking boys out there, Mahomes and the Chiefs are still the best team in the AFC. It's just until they get stopped, it's, it's them. Until they get stopped, it's them. Now, yeah, they lost week one against the, against the Lions, but three-game win streak, three and one now, leading the division, of course. And then look at the Lions. The Lions leading the division. The Lions are three and one as well. No, the Lions are three and one. No, they lost to the Seahawks. Yeah, three and one. That's the only loss to the Seahawks. Yep. Yeah, three and one. So they lost to what looks like a team that may win their division. Um, now the Packers may have, may have something to say about that. The Vikings are pretty quiet right now, so I'm pretty sure they have nothing to say at the moment. But Chiefs, I say the Chiefs, but the Bills, the Bills' overall team is better. I will say that for sure. The overall team is better, but it's just Mahomes, man. I mean, this. This guy's been to the AFC Championship game five straight years, Super Bowl twice, 
three times actually. He's two and one in Super Bowl. Until someone stops him from beginning to the AFC Championship game, it's the Chiefs. Okay. So when I say favorites, I mean one of. Not the okay. favorite to win it. That's why I said oh, they still have favorites. a shot. Yeah, yes, yes. The Bills, yeah. one of the favorites, yes. Yeah, because yes, if sure. that was the case, I'd have continued sure. to bash Josh out. For sure. Right? Top, the top four teams in the AFC, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, Dolphins. I, I would say the Bills right now. That's not, and not, I'm not, And I'm not even saying that in order. That's just the best four oh, teams right. in the AFC. Yeah, the Bills are playing the best right now. Actually, but it's still Miami. I can't, I can't go. I can't just jump the Bills over Miami. I'm, they just beat them. Right. <laughs> they, they just dog Miami. They just dog Miami. Yeah, they, they beat them. Brace off us. They beat them. 48 28. Something like that. But the Dolphins, they, every team they beat this year was winless. They beat the Chargers week one. They beat the Pages week two. That was winless. And they beat the Broncos week three, who were winless. And the first team that had a winning record, they played with the Bills. And they got they lost. But, Joe, you know why those teams were winless, right? Because the Dolphins did have to go beat them. Well, the Chargers, but the Broncos already winless when, you, when they got and they continued to run. Dolphins, but I would put the Bills above Dolphins right now, based on what we just saw. You know, and this too. I, I do think Waddle when the Dolphins, done, huh? And this too, Waddle was playing. All their best, all, all their best offensive players, players were out there. Yeah, he was playing. Now I will say, towards the end of the season, I'm going to roll. With, I think the Dolphins will be better. Because they, they don't have their full roster yet, and their defense is brand new. Like, they got a new coordinator. You can tell yeah. they are just new. Like, their defense will get better as the season goes. And then Jalen Ramsey will be back. Just do not forget, mm-hmm. he's coming back. So, I think at the end of the season, it will be the Dolphins. But right now, it's the Bills. Mm, I'm, I'm going to say the Dolphins. I understand they beat them yesterday, but hey, man. And Ravens fourth. Hey, we'll, look. What's we'll, we'll, we'll the We'll circle back on his eyes. <laughs> Who the Ravens be so far? Injured Joe yeah, Burrow, injured the, the Texans, and injured Cleveland. Who is and the Commanders I, 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 And I like high. I, I speak highly of. I'm, am I putting the Commanders as a contender right now? No, I'm not. Yeah. But we talking about the teams they beat, right? The Bills no, yeah. beat the Raiders and the Commanders. Yeah. He said Bills beat the Raiders and they beat the Dolphins. I'm just saying. Look. <laughs> That put the stamp on it. Once you beat the Dolphins, like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, Ravens just beat the Browns. Without the Rodgers, I mean, with, <laughs> come on, bro, really? You don't think Deshaun Watson good anyway. Don't do that. But, no, he just came up with his best game, though. The week before, he, did. he had his he best did. game against the Bengals, and then he dropped. And then he no, came his back. Best game against the Bengals? That was even terrible. He, he was, was horrible against the Ravens. He was better than Bengals. that Steelers game. Nah, bro, nah. The Bengals worse. It was Bengals. They won. So it fooled your mind. The Bengals was the worst. Second, the the second worst was the Steelers. Third, and I'm telling you, bro. Like, is 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 he he's been playing better? All right. Well, look. We'll see. We're gonna revisit this after you know a couple weeks down the road. Nothing new, Carl. but but you know a lot of division rivals played yesterday. A lot. One of the uh, division rivals that had the the chat. Like it was an earthquake, you know what I mean? It was going crazy. We had wow. we had the commanders go up against the Philadelphia Eagles, or some would say the mighty ducks. So <laughs> you already know what this is. They win ugly, but they win. 
Shout out to Reese. There you chat the first lady of the chats. So because of that, Joe, we won the show. We had a lot to say about it. You know, the, the Eagles have been winning some ugly games. We have so many questions, so many questions going into Sunday afternoon. And then boom, Sunday afternoon hit, and they it was time for them to answer. Joe, 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 you'll get a chance to respond. It's okay. I asked him in the chat. Yeah, but this one remind me, Carl. Oh, I'll remind you because I gotta okay. ask you. I watched the game, you watched the game, they watched the game. But what did you, Joe, learn from that commanders Eagles game? Man, so look, Tom O'Day. I was like, I man, that chat was lit. That man, y'all gotta join the IG chats because that was crazy. That atmosphere in the chat was wild. Like it was good. Like it was back and forth. Where you at? You duck. I ain't heard from you. So you heard the whole time. So this this why let me say this. Before I say anything, I respect the Eagles. Eagles are a really good team. Now, my whole thing is this. Like, if we would have beat Philly, I, I feel like that's a huge accomplishment for our team, especially the loss we just came from. Like, I got to understand, we beat the Cardinals. Now, the commanders think, like, them in the locker room, they think, like, okay, we're going to, we're going to, we could be anybody. But as a fan, you don't know. You know, as a fan, you got expectations. You had all this stuff, right? You play the Cardinals, you beat the Cardinals. You play the, you play the Broncos, you beat the Broncos. Then you play the Bills and you get Molly Walk? Like, you get destroyed like that? And then, I know the I know the coach is a champion, so I was like, he's it's no way we're gonna have back to back games like this, y'all. With the Sacramento Kings, like the thing, Mike, Tombo, me, you, and Jamo was on the episode. I was watching the other day. Remember we beat the Timberwolves on a back to back night, and me, you, and Jamo was on the on the set. I was like, it's no way we're gonna lose to the Timberwolves. I told Tombo we're going about ten because Mike Brown is not gonna have this mess have two times in a row because he's a champion coach. And Airbnb is the same thing. There's no way, no way that offense is going to be that bad two games in a row. And what happened? They played awesome, man. They played really good against a really good Philly team. I mean, you talking about that clutch, that, that last two-minute drive when we had to come all the way down and score? I listened to the press conference. You know what Sam House said? They said, how, how comfortable. You look real comfortable in a two-minute drill. He said, the first thing EB installed in training camp was a two-minute drill. The first thing he installed. I'm thinking like championship. Every good team know how to score in a two minute drill. Tom Brady is the best at it. So that's the first. He said he said that they they went through the two minute drill so many times that people were literally tired of doing two minute drills. Two minute drills is fun. I think it's a fun thing to do because it's like freestyle. It's like you playing outside. But they did it so many times they got tired of it. So I'm not a big fan of more victories, but for the fans, I'm kind of am. Even though we lost that game, I feel real good after that game. It it confirmed. That was so random. I know. So even after that loss, as a fan, I felt like, yo, team coming, man. And we haven't put everything together yet. You know, our defense let us down. And our defense told me our strong point. What I, what I also felt like, what I was like, our defense is so used to playing these close games. I, like, I want to know the stat. How many points do we allow after we score? I want to know that stat. Because 
our defense is not used to that. They weren't used to us scoring like that. Like scoring 31 points. Well, let's say I see us outside of the Broncos game, score 31 points. Think about it. When else we score 31 points? Oh, we might we scored 32 in the Eagles last year, my bad. But the last, but the last touchdown was over fluke fumble, you know. We scored 31 points in a brick. So the defense not used to that. So I'm I'm excited about the about this team. I really am. I really think we, we got a, a good slate of games coming up. We play like the Falcons, the Bears. We play a, a teams that we should win against. All right. And I like where we are mentally. Emmanuel Forrest got scorched by AJ Brown. I want to shake AJ Brown's hand. Great game. And I want to thank him because that's going to make Emmanuel Forrest. That's why Emmanuel Forrest, I think he got cooked and he dropped the ball in his lap. That's saw him on the sideline. He was pissed. He was like, he was, he was, I was like, yes, he's mad. So I really think he will respond just like Sam Howell responded to this game. And Sam Howell, y'all, he's going to get better. But I'm excited. That's all I got to say. Congrats to the Eagles for winning. You know, but we'll see them again. All right. So two things I learned from this game, probably a little bit more, but I didn't write it down. First things first is you all have your quarterback. That's number one. You have your quarterback. I know we said it, I know there's a lot of jokes about saying how how well, you know, the the the, the fantasy football names just run, you know, with Sam Howe. How well will he do? How will we know? How will they lose? Who else knows? So that's one. Two. Uh, when you get a rookie cornerback and they get compared to Trayvon Diggs, is their uh draft comparison? There's okay. only one way up you can figure this out, right? So, as a cowboy fan, I sat there and watched, and he was like, You know, people was going off, like, Why would they leave him on AJ Brown? Why are they having him on AJ Brown? And Mr. Narrative, me, I'm like, Because he's the number two receiver, duh. Like, why was what you had a rookie on him? That's why. So, I, I had to go back in my brain. After he got all them yards on him, because, of course, why would you put a rookie on somebody that you would deem the number one receiver, right? Come on now. Trayvon Diggs versus Terry McClellan. His first year, Terry scorched him, and he learned. <laughs> and what is Trayvon now? One of the best cornerbacks in the league. So hopefully he mm-hmm. learns from that. Also, coming off a game where you throw four interceptions and you bounce back like that to go up against a team whose defensive line is probably better than the Bills, that secondary is able to feast because of that defensive line, you all – no turnovers, none, and have a clutch game, uh, two-minute two drill. I learned a lot from the Commanders game. I learned a lot about the Eagles, too, because there were a lot of questions that I had about the Eagles. Can they play when they're actually down? They did. Can they make the big plays when it's time to make the big plays to go win the game? They did. Mm-hmm. Can they? Can Jalen Hurts win in a shootout? He did. So I learned a lot from both teams as being as a person in the NFC East. I learned a lot. But the commanders are on their way up. Dave. So I'm probably the only person on the uh, on the show right now that was not able to watch the game yesterday. You know, oh, I, I you know, I I was at work. I mean, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so, but from the highlights that I've seen and from me watching both breath. Uh, press conferences. I feel like the commanders have a bright spot um, with Sam Howell as the quarterback. He actually played very well yesterday. He played his butt off yesterday. I was not expecting him to play that well just because of the the Eagles defensive line, but he played well. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also wasn't expecting the commanders defense to give up 
34 points um, and back-to-back weeks. Um, I, I was, I thought that they would step up and, you know, hold something down. I felt like this game was, I more so felt like this game was going to be like a 27, 27 to like 17 or 27 to 20 kind of score. But they both, both teams were just, they were going at it every single day. You can tell that this is a, this is a NFC East rivalry game. It's a playoff game for real. It's, it oh, seems God. like it, it, it's kind of sort of like the, the last time they played um, the Eagles last year um, when they went in Philly and, and beat them in Philly. It, the atmosphere was pretty much pretty much the same. It's just that the outcome was different. Um, they went to overtime, and, of course, they uh, they kicked the field goal, won a game of overtime. But the commanders should, put, should, should feel pretty good. Because you're a young quarterback, and only his his fifth game has showed some promise. Um, now the the game before, you know, he's like you said, he made a lot of mistakes, but he recovered from that, and that yeah. goes to that coat that goes to show what Joe has been talking about, saying that he's even killed. Um, he don't let he he's never never too high, never too low. He's just right where he needs to be when it when it counts. And as a leader, you want that. You want that in your leader. Um, so as long as they continue to improve and if they go on the win streak, they should, they should feel good. Um, not like Joe said, they, they have a, a, a they have some games coming up uh, with the bears on Thursday night. Then they got the Falcons. Um, I forgot who they play after that. I know they play, I know the fourth game they play is the Eagles again. They got the giants. Then the Eagles. So you got two division games coming up. And two games outside of division, and you know the Falcons not looking to not you know they were looking okay at first, but now they they don't know for sure if Desmond Ritter should be the starter or not. You know I saw something earlier where the head coach had to come out and defend and say he would be, but they're all they're already thinking about benching him. And then you got the Bears with uh, Justin Fields who had his best game yesterday since he got drafted. Thursday night. Thursday night game. We're gonna see what's gonna happen. Um, can't wait. I get to chill on Sunday. Woo. So it can it can be either they can either oh. go in the three they can either go in the three or four game win streak or it'll show you. So for me, I didn't see what I saw was promise from Sam Howell. That was what I saw. It's just I want to see what everyone else. I want to see what this team's going to do now after having back to back losses. Well, hopefully they can bounce back. I mean. Joe be posting on his Instagram show the Eric B. Enemy press conference. He said these boys will be prepared and they were prepared. They actually went down there. They cheated y'all out of that catch. That was a catch. Yet another game with the Philadelphia Eagles on a Sunday at 1 p.m. Was it a catch or was it a not a catch? I know we got to go, but my whole thing about catches like that is that Devontae Smith called a catch and they, without like this, they just said it's a catch. But then when you review it, it's a catch, right? Or it's too close and you really can't tell. So you got to go with the, with the call on the field. Mm-hmm. When it's a close like that, bro, call it a catch. Like, you know how sometimes if it's a turnover, they won't even blow their whistle. They just let it go. We're going to just review it. Like, bro, on a, like, it's overtime. We can't even challenge it. You got to call You got to challenge. You got to basically review it. Call it a catch. Look at the replay. If it's, you don't, you don't know which one it is, go with the catch. 
But it's all, I mean, it, it happens. So I'm not going to blame the rats because we had other opportunities to win that game. So, Well, yeah. I mean, trust me, being a Cowboys fan, I know it was a catch and was not a catch. Trust me, it was a catch. And speaking of catches, seems like this team can't seem to catch a break. You got to <laughs> talk about, should there be concerns in Dallas after the blowout win versus the Patriots? Yes. And the one concern is, I said it in the Jets game, the red zone woes. The red zone woes are something that the Cowboys need to address. And it's not a fact of actually addressing it to the point where they need to practice it 16 million times to make the play in practice, because we clearly see that we clearly see that they can score outside of the red zone. For some reason, when they get there on game day, they just get discombobulated. All right. This team is nine and one coming off of embarrassing losses. So you clearly see that their, their bounce back factor is there. They went up against the New England Patriots. They embarrassed Bill Belichick. So I told y'all in the chat, generational curses are being broken every every game. Except for the Cardinals game. That one came right back. Some things you just can't escape overnight. But this team is seven and nineteen in the red zone. Seven and nineteen. Do you know how many points that could be if they would just either one catch the ball when it's thrown to them in the red zone? Also, no, I wouldn't be able to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the one that's glitching my Wi-Fi because why would I be able to see that? Yeah, right? that, come on, man. We've been doing the show for, for over an hour now. You asked me ten minutes ago. But to me, that's my major concern with this team is just the red zone woes. The fact that you can sling the ball between the 20s and once you get in that red zone area, it's just something everyone just goes bonkers and can't get in the red and can't get into the touchdown and just keep kicking field goals. I don't understand it. So for me, that's my biggest concern with this team right now. He wasn't gonna help. You see what the Patriots did. I, I kind of don't have concerns for the for the Cowboys, me personally. I don't have any concerns for the Cowboys. I got concerns about the Patriots. Okay, let's do it. Put the script. Go ahead. What's going on, man? I, I've been asking this since week one. Do I got to run it back? Should Bill Belichick be on the high seat? They were healthy yesterday, as far as I know. Now I know Matthew, I know Judon went down, and so did Chris Gonzalez, and they're gonna be out for some time. So I understand that. But yeah, this is not looking good right now. Remember the last time? Oh, he's telling. I know, right? <laughs> the very last time. <laughs> they focus more. Focus. The he The last time Bill Belichick started off again, started off like this was when was when Brady was the backup. Come on now, dog. But, Come on, man. <laughs> but uh, but the pitch, Mike Jones got benched. Bailey Zappi, we had another Bailey Zappi signing out there. Yo. <laughs> Yo. All right, we got to go. We got to go. All right. I'm trying to focus, Tomo. 
this somebody, some something needs to happen in, in New England. Something needs to happen in New England. Either Mac Jones got to play better, or build. They need a new voice in that in that in that organization. I'm not sure. I don't know if that that style is going to be able to work anymore in New England. I get it. You, two of your two of your best defenders got hurt yesterday. I, I understand that, but y'all were losing that game before they got hurt. So it it, it ain't just about them two. It's it's the team. Offense not really moving. Now you beat the Jets, but you always beat the Jets. Uh, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. <laughs> the three the three good teams you played, you lost to. You are one and three right now, Bill Belichick. You lost to the Eagles. You lost to the Dolphins, and then you just lost to the Cowboys. Okay. What you gonna do? Your coaching, whatever you're doing over there has to get better. Go get go get Mac Jones some a, a true wide receiver one. Something. Because it's this this not it. It's not it, Bill. Now, I don't think you'll get fired this season, but if you don't do something next season, you I you might be gone. Let me ask you a question, Dave. Did you expect the Patriots to win against the Cowboys? No, but I didn't expect it to look that bad either. The Dolphins? No. Did you expect well, to be that close? Did you expect to be that close against the Dolphins? Yeah, I expected it to be close. What about the Eagles? That's the only thing I'm shocked about. That's probably the one game I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't expect so it to like, be. So my thing is, I'm not. This is not a Belichick problem. Now, coaching wise, GM wise, yes, his roster is not good. But coaching wise, I don't think it's a Belichick problem. ESC, it's the time for the GM. Yep, me and Kevin on the same page. All right, so well, like the GM. Maybe that's maybe that's what I mean to be talking about because as a GM, you you ain't doing yeah, nothing right now, baby. <laughs> no, for real, I'm with the GM, but he he's a package, so you got you know. But anyway, he ain't had no senior college. moments in that Eagles game. He ain't had no senior yeah. moments in that Dolphins game. Yeah. Why are you saying oh, why yeah. when he played the Cowboys? Oh, okay, 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 no, hey, Tom got a point though. Bill look good against the Eagles. He looked good against the Dolphins. So them Cowboys. Uh-uh. He's over there ready to just walk out. I don't know. But anyways, um, should be concerns. Now look, I don't. Yeah, only this time though. That win don't really say much. I think we all expect y'all to win that game. Y'all just lost to the Cardinals. I mean, y'all lost to the Patriots. That would have been bad. But y'all, y'all won. Our issue, you know, the issue with the Cowboys is this. Here's, I'm sorry to do this time, but I got to. The difference between the Eagles and the Cowboys is this. Both of y'all are talented. Both of y'all. The difference is you have to beat the Eagles. When the Eagles lose, you got to beat them. You got to be your best behavior. But when you beat the Cowboys, Sometimes they fall in their own face. They just slip up on games. Like, like the Eagles are way more disciplined than the Cowboys. The Cowboys are not a disciplined team at all. And it's like, why? Like, y'all, y'all, y'all just as talented. For like, 
But it's just y'all not disciplined. Like lose, like the Eagles not losing to the Cardinals. That's not happening. Only one time they almost lost to a team like that, and it was a coast. And Jalen Hurts, like I'm not letting this happen, and they won. So that's the difference to me. But that's my only concern with the Cowboys is they be dropping games they're not supposed to be dropping. And I really want to see them against a really uh, another juggernaut other than the Eagles and actually go toe to toe and beat them. Another juggernaut, you know, at their best. So we're gonna see, like we said, like Dave, like like you said, Tomo, y'all lost to the Cardinals. It was ugly. Y'all beat the Patriots and everybody. Oh, y'all supposed to be the Patriots. This is a good timing game for y'all, for y'all to prove to your fans. Because who cares what the media thinks, right? What the fans like? What do your fans think? Who to your fans that y'all here? If y'all be the 49ers, y'all ain't got to – I know you want to win, but if y'all go down like the Eagles and Commanders game, it's going on something like that, you know what I mean? Like y'all don't fumble the bag at the end of the game. They just straight out beat y'all, then it's respectable. But if y'all lose because Dak throwing interceptions or y'all fumble on the goal line, so that's why I'm curious to see how y'all looking at the 49ers. Yeah, it's it's a lose-lose for Dak in that situation. Dak just has to flat out win the game. Because if Dak goes out there, let's say Dak throws an interception, and yet Purdy goes down there and scores a game-winning field goal drive, who lost the game? Y'all going to say it was Dak? Uh, I don't think we're going to kill him. I think we was upset with him last year because he threw him interceptions. Nah, I'm he's like, going like, to get killed. He's going to get he killed. He got killed. He got killed when he threw that pick. He, he threw killed. a pick. But if y'all, Joe, a that Cardinals, defense, that's the same, Joe, that's just, the that's defense the same playing terrible that, that game. Huh? The defense played terrible that game, and Dak was like holding. He was keeping us afloat. And as soon as he threw that pick, man, it's all Dak's fault, man. He should never threw the pick. And it was like defense couldn't get one stop. They had 200 yards in the first half. You can't mm, stop the ran, run. They ran for 222 yards. Who the quarterback? <laughs> I mean, that's every team. <laughs> the that, point, that's every team. When your team lose, the quarterback will get killed. <laughs> that's how it so that got it. Ain't no they go down there and they fight. No, if the Cowboys lose that game, it's on Dak. That's just that's just gonna be the story the next day. All right, let's get in. <laughs> well, if you're still here, hit that like button. I know y'all probably getting out of here. Y'all want to go watch the Giants lose again. I don't know why you rushing to go watch that, but hey, we appreciate y'all for being here. We're gonna get these last words in right quick. Hey, Dak, just go win the game. That's it. You guys can go. That was my last words. Uh, before you did last words, Joe, uh, Jamal Adams just went down. He's injured. He just he gonna retire. He, he gets got back. back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I ain't laughing at the situation, but he did literally just got back. But oh, yeah, my last word is this. All right, Kings. When I watch y'all media day, don't look like this. Don't show up. Yo, (laughs) (laughs) do not show up like this. All right, that don't show up like that. I know they call you Foxy. No, don't look like that, Foxy. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, but shout out to the Kings. Media day today. I'm excited. There you go. I'm excited about the NBA season. It's gonna be good, great this year. Hashtag swipe by MVP season. Like the Bing. Commanders, I'm proud of y'all. I know y'all took an L, but we're gonna bounce back. Get them Bears. Justin Fields, we coming for you. Let's get it. San Fran, we got a rivalry game on Sunday. Nothing matters right now. Got to go win that game. 
we 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 all know we scored 30 points every single game. It's no guarantee we're gonna score 30 points this this Sunday. Let's go out there and handle business. Also, there is someone who used to play for this team mm-hmm. who I requested to be in your done son. So whenever Tomo does your done son, y'all will see who I'm talking about. Those are my last words. All right, y'all. That's all we have for y'all today. We'll see y'all next episode. Peace. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe, and also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button. No matter what you're listening to or watching it, hit that share button and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all the next episode.